The number of school districts in the United States suing social media companies for allegedly harming children is multiplying quickly. The Wall Street Journal reported this week that nearly 200 school districts so far have joined litigation against the parent companies of Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube. The lawsuits come as part of a growing movement to childproof the Internet. Uh, in Congress and in states across the country in the U.S., lawmaker, lawmakers are proposing measures to make websites verify visitor ages and block minors from having accounts. But the school district lawsuits represent a novel strategy in the war on social media. Joining me now is one of the lawyers leading the way in challenging large tech companies over alleged harm to children. His name is William Shinov. He's a lawyer with France Law Group in San Diego, California, and he joins us now. Mr. Shinov, Thank you for joining us today. Of course, thank you. Uh, out of curiosity, because you talk to so many school districts uh, in and around uh, the U.S., what kind of uh, stories are you hearing from school boards? What are they seeing when they deal with children? Yeah, I mean, what I'm what I'm hearing from school districts across the country is that this has become a daily issue on elementary, middle school, and high school campuses. Um, whether it be social and emotional issues they're dealing with, whether it's discipline, threats to campus, there's, there's a variety of issues, and it's, it's changed. Uh, you know, the, the issues students have to deal with don't stay on campus anymore. They're coming to them it's on their phone. They're dealing with harassment 24-7, and that spills onto the campus, and districts spend more, children spend more time on campus than they do at home at, a lot of the year. And so these districts take the, the laboring ore of trying to deal with it. So the, the mental health, though, is a, is a huge issue they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, there's a Section 230 law, which was passed by Congress in 1996, and basically says that Internet companies generally aren't liable for third-party content on their sites. Uh, and in this case, uh, the these companies, the large tech companies, are protected. Uh, uh, what do you say to that argument that these these companies are protected? They shouldn't be held liable for what actually occurs. Yeah, I would say for sure that 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 act was created. And it was created to help the internet flourish. Uh, but what Congress did not expect was social media companies. They did not exist when this was created, and I believe that. These companies have used that as a shield to shield themselves from liability for a long time at this point. Uh, but what we're alleging in these cases is not about content. Uh, but what it is about is that they've created a def- defective, harmful product, mm-hmm. that their algorithm has been created in a way to keep especially children on these platforms as much as possible. And our own U.S. Surgeon General just a few months ago said that as a result of these companies' conduct and their product, uh, we have a youth mental health crisis. So whether it be, we're not focused on content. We're focused on the product and that the product needs to be safer for children. And we're slowly seeing legislation move in the right direction. Uh, But hopefully through this court action and through injunctive relief, we'll be able to go and force these companies to make changes they need to do. Now, there are 13,000 school districts in the U.S., and as I was mentioning, uh, uh, nearly 200 school districts so far have joined uh, in, the, in regards to this litigation. Uh, you've talked to, uh, from, what I, from what I've been reading, is well over 100 school boards yourself, or attended 100 board meetings, sorry, and uh, you are, uh, could potentially be representing even more school districts in, in, in lawsuits? Yes. 
Um, I, I, I did represent, uh, we just wrapped up the jewel vaping litigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I represented a thousand school districts in that case. I currently in the social media litigation represent a little over 500, but at the end of the day, I'm expecting to represent probably somewhere upwards of 2000 school districts in this litigation. Out of 13,000 school districts in the U S that is significant. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I think what we're seeing is that they're, the bipartisan issue of um, the belief that these companies are harm that they are harming children, mm-hmm. and these school boards are are taking the step that they believe is correct to hold these companies accountable and require them to make change and for them to pay for the necessary resources these districts need to deal with the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say to arguments that some uh, probably make and have already made that, look, these lawyers come along and they've gone after you know companies when it comes to asbestos, they've gone after cigarette companies because they see uh, an opportunity to, to win cases and significant compensation for it. You've talking, you're talking about uh, e-cigarettes there, the jewel company. What do you say to the argument that some will make against lawyers who are going out to school districts and convincing them to be part of this litigation and moving forward that, look, lawyers are just moving on from other industries and now see an opportunity here to hold big tech companies uh, and, and shake them down? Well, I think you have to understand how these cases work. Um, us attorneys, we bear all the risks. We're not paid hourly fees to work on this case. Mm-hmm. If we lose, we don't get paid. Uh, the districts don't pay anything to be involved. Um, and it's not about opportunity. It's, it's about the fact that what we, we're looking at is there was a whistleblower that came out from these companies that mm-hmm. advised of a harm. These companies still made no change after the whistleblower came forward to Congress. And so, you know, us as attorneys hearing from our clients that they're suffering a harm, it's, we, we go and work for our clients and go and make the necessary change that we believe would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the responsibility is on these companies to go and do it because if they went and acted as appropriate companies, we wouldn't be having these lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anywhere in the world that you think does it well? I mean, these companies operate globally. Uh, you know, the EU is often viewed as being much more aggressive and demanding mm-hmm. accountability from big tech. Not perfect, mind you, but sometimes a lot faster than the U.S. and Canada as well. Uh, or do you think the U.S. is leading the way here in regards to challenging, particularly these tech companies and when it comes to social media? No, I think the EU is definitely ahead of us all. Um, I, there's been a lot of talk about trying to hold these tech companies accountable in D.C., Mm -hmm. uh, but we haven't seen anything move. Uh, Just this past year, we've seen a couple states take some pretty drastic measures against these companies. We'll see if they can hold up legally. Um, But, you know, I I think we're we're very far behind, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, you know, these these big tech companies are very powerful. They have a lot of money, and, you know, the money is really pushing a lot of unfortunately, the way politics are moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that, that's what we're seeing. Um, and we're seeing it when we're filing these suits about the, the press releases we're getting in response to our lawsuits. So they are very powerful, but I think definitely the EU is way ahead of both the Canada and the United States on dealing with these issues. Mr. Shinoff, really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you.